Father, I thank you for this opportunity to talk about you, to think about you, to get our focus on you, Lord, that we would have an eternal perspective. Lord, it is so easy to get wound up in ourself and in, in the world. And uh, I just uh, I praise you that you've given us your word, your spirit, to help us align ourselves to the eternal and not get wound up in this world. Let's pray that you would uh, open our hearts and minds to your truths this morning. Encourage us. Help us to uh, gain the energy that you've given us. You've given us your spirit who brings power, love, and self-control. I pray that you would allow us to embrace that, perceive you, and uh, be energized by our walk with you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Oh, look it. Uriah's going to sing this morning. Yeah. <laughs> we have a good, good song. You're up. God help on it, God help on it, we answer the law. God help on me, God help on me, I will answer the law. God help on me, God help on me, I will answer the law. God help on me, God help on me, I will answer the law. God help on me, God help on me. Answer, said the Lord. God upon me, God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, all the trouble, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, God upon me. I will answer, said the Lord. God help on me, all your trouble. I will answer, said the Lord. God help on me, God help on me. I will answer, said the Lord. God help on me, all your trouble. I will answer, said the Lord. God help on me, God help on me. I will answer, said the Lord. God help on me, all your problems. God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, oh God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, oh your trouble. God upon me, God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, God upon me, Lord, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, not your problem, Lord, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, God upon me, I will answer, said the Lord. God upon me, not your problem,
It's not in myself that I'm a winner. 
I was kind of the thing that struck me this morning in our, our passage in Acts chapter 13. Paul continues to talk to these elders and he continues to point out the truth of the history that God has laid out. And today what was hitting me was that, that we are battling self in the form of pride. And we have, we have a cure for that. We have a cure for self. We have a cure for pride. And that is humility in God. So it is in Christ that I'm a winner, not in myself. So I want to get into that. I want to look at what God has laid out in his word that helps us deal with blinding pride. Pride blinds us to the truth. But God has called us to humble ourselves before him. Humility is the cure for blinding pride. It seems pretty obvious, but pride, pride blinds us. And the solution is humility. James 4.10 says, Humble yourself before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Not yourself. You don't lift yourself up. You don't win by being prideful. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. Blinding pride is cured by humbling ourselves, by putting ourselves aside and going to God. I want to read uh, Acts chapter 13, verses 26 through 31. It's the passage I was reading this morning. Again, Paul is talking to the elders, to the uh, church at Antioch in Sidia. So there are two Antiochs in the old, old world. There was Antioch that was due north of Jerusalem, about 200 miles. And then there was Antioch Sidia, which was northwest of there by another 150 miles. So this was more, uh, it was closer to Greek, Athens and those things. I don't know if you guys know your geography. It's not that big a deal. But just knowing that we are going further and further away from Jerusalem, in Antioch, Sidia, Paul is now preaching the gospel for the first time. And he's talking to these men, and he wants them to understand the truth. And so he is rehearsing the history that God has laid out. And today, he's, he helps us see how pride blinded the very people that claim to be God's followers from seeing the truth that he was giving them in Christ. So let's go. Acts chapter 13, verse 26. Brothers, sons of the family of Abraham, and those among you who fear God, to us has been sent the message of this salvation. For those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not recognize him, nor understand the utterances of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, fulfilled them by condemning him. And though they found in him no guilt worthy of death, they asked Pilate to have him executed. And when they had carried out all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead. And for many days he appeared to those 
who had come up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are now his witnesses to the people. This is the truth that Paul was trying to get them to see. The truth that the Jews themselves could not see because of their pride. You see, pride blinds us to the truth. We seem to think we know it all, right? I know it all. Even in that statement, you see the lie, right? If I say to you, I know it all, what's the first thing you know? That I'm blind. That I don't see it all. That I don't see the truth. Because I'm only human. I cannot know it all. Simple little questions. Do you know what's happening on the backside of the moon? How many meteors are hitting the backside of the moon right now? I don't know that. I don't know. Simple little facts. Simple little things like how many animals are right out here? I don't know. There are so many things that we don't know. Just simple questions you can ask someone who says they know it all. The truth is that we know very, 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 very little. But our pride says, I know it all. So we are in a battle with our pride. Acts 13, 26, the first verse I read today. Brothers, sons of the family of Abraham, those among you who fear God, to us has been sent this message of this salvation. Remember, Abraham, I looked it up last night and this morning, I guess it was this morning. It was early this morning, so I looked it up. It seemed like it was still dark, <laughs> but I looked it up to see how long between Abraham and Jesus and the, 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 the crude estimation is 2,000 years. When they calculate out based on the, the uh, family histories, it's about 1,700 years. 1,700 years from the time Abraham received a promise to the time Jesus was born. So that's a long time. In, in Genesis 12, 3, God promised Abraham, I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. You see, that was the first promise that God gave Abraham. He says, in you, all the families of the earth, not just your family, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Guys, this is where one of the, one of the key things that the Jews were blinded to. Their pride says, we are the family of Abraham. And we are the ones that's going to get blessed. But what did God say? He didn't say, just your family. The very first promise he gave was that all the families of the earth, not just the Jews, not just Abraham's family, all the families of the earth will be blessed. But pride is about self. Pride says, I'm the family of Abraham. Nobody else is going to get blessed. But that's not what God says. But pride blinds us to the truth that God gives us, right? God said, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Don't be blinded by pride. Humble yourself before the Lord and look for the truth of what he's speaking. Acts 13, 27. For those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not recognize him, nor understand the utterances of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, fulfilled them by condemning him. See, they didn't even recognize the truth 
in their the, the law that God had given them. They were the keepers of the law. They were the ones that were responsible to distribute the truth, to, to allow people to understand the truth by speaking it. They were the ones that were given responsibility and yet they failed. Their pride blinded them to the very truth that they were called to distribute. Guys, don't be that way. Don't allow your pride to say, I know it all. I have the answer. Humble yourself before the Lord and allow him to illuminate, to help you see the truth. Truth comes from God. God is truth. So we need to be opening our eyes and mind to that. It's so simple to blind yourself to truth. God convicts me of doing wrong. When I get angry quickly, I will justify it. They're wrong. Right? I mean, if, if they're doing wrong, I can be mad, right? I can be mad. I have rights. They're wrong. I'm right. Is that what God calls me to do? Remember what James tells me? James James is a pretty sharp guy. James convicts me all the time. When I read James, it, it, it almost makes me laugh because he, he hits me where I'm at, right? The first thing he says is, be quick to listen. My pride does not want to do that. My pride says, I know the right. I don't need to listen. I know the right. I spent most of yesterday working through some challenges that we have with people. And it's not that I know everything. So I have to go and I have to ask questions. And the first thing I want to do is say, oh, I know what the answer is now because I heard a little bit. But then when I listen a little bit further or I listen to someone else, I gain a little bit better perspective. And suddenly I realize that what I immediately wanted to say was wrong. And I'm gaining a little bit perspective on the truth. The truth is much bigger than I perceive with the very first thing that I get, right? So I went and I asked one person. Then I asked him. By the time I got done with yesterday, I have talked to, I think, eight different people. And my perspective has changed a lot because I have gotten the facts from more people. So what I thought was the truth at first, I'm being humbled because I didn't see the truth. And guys, I still don't see all of the truth. So now I'm praying. I'm, I'm realizing God is humbling me and I'm humbling myself before him and saying, God, the facts that I'm getting are helping me see that I don't see the truth. I need your spirit who sees all things. I need your spirit to guide me. And so I'm praying today. I prayed this morning. I prayed last night. God, help me see the truth because I am not able to. I have to humble myself before God and say, God, I am not able to see the truth. I have been called to lead these, this group. There's a lot of things. I have uh, close to 200 people that I'm responsible for. I will not know all the truth. Guys, you have things coming on. I will not know all of those things. So I have to humble myself and say, Lord, help me see the truth. I am thankful for you guys. I am thankful for leaders that you have in each group. You have leaders and then you have leaders over them. And so I have to talk to them and I have to seek the truth. 
I have to humble myself. I don't know the answers. God will give me clarity. I won't know it all. But if I listen to his spirit, I will begin to know the best course of action. And guys, it won't always be what I want. It won't always be what you want. But if I am submitting myself, I'm humbling myself before God, then I will be confident that his grace will cover my mistakes and we will move forward in the right direction. That is humbling yourself before the Lord. It's not me that has the answers. God has the answers. I will take input. But the biggest input that I need to take is God's input. And so that's what I need to do. Humble myself before the Lord and look for his truth. God said uh, through Paul, the word of the cross is folly. This is in 1 Corinthians 1, 18. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to those of us who are being saved, it is the power of God. See, the Jews did not see that because they were not humbling themselves before God. They thought they had the answer. Acts 13, 28. This is in our passage. And though they found in him, this is Christ, the Jews found in Christ no guilt worthy of death, yet they asked Pilate to have him executed. They were blinded by their selfishness, by their drive for power. Guys, don't be blinded by your desires to be in control. And don't be blinded by others' desires to be in control. Look to God. You can humble yourself before others and still be misled, right? If you humble yourself before someone who is wanting power and you say, okay, whatever that person says is right, now all of a sudden we're being led down another path. See, we can be led down the path by ourselves, or we can be led down the path by someone else's pride. We need to humble ourselves before the Lord, not another man and not ourselves. Humility before God is what is the answer, not just humility and submitting to anybody. You guys don't need to submit to me totally. That is not, you know, you work for me, but I want Lawrence to lead. I want Moses to lead. I want Victor to lead. I want Aaron to lead. These are leaders that God has raised up. They are not bigger human beings than you guys, but we have to have focus, right? We have to have leadership and we have to have one vision. But your energy and your creativity, humbly submitting to leadership enables us to accomplish big things. This is what I'm called to do. I'm called to submit to God and his leadership. And then I find out when I do that, that sometimes ha, I make mistakes, right? And I go, whoops, I made a mistake. And so then I come to you guys and I say, this is, this is what I made a mistake. I have to be humble. I have to humble myself before you guys. But first of all, I have to humble myself before God. I want to follow God. I want you to follow God. If we are all aiming and focusing and humbling ourselves and following God, all of us are moving in the right direction. We will accomplish huge things for God. 
That is my goal, to help you guys humble yourselves before God. Then as I lay out where I want to go, you can help me. You can say, Daryl, you know, this is the best way to do that. And I don't have to tell you how to do your job because you are focusing on honoring God in what you do. And now I have 50 people that are all working to accomplish this task. I don't have one guy who's going down a, I want to do it my way. And so yeah, I'm going to put blocks this way. And now I, I don't have any blocks to stack my next block on because this guy wants to block his blocks over here. No, we all are seeing the focus is to get a building up. And so we put blocks in the right places. Not where Daryl wants them, but where they will best serve the overall project. We get united and we get our focus on God and not ourselves. Then all of a sudden we have strength. We have power. Guys, don't allow yourself to blind you to what God wants to accomplish. Humble yourself before God. Be united in our team focus and we will accomplish great things. Let me close in prayer. Father God, I thank you that your word, your spirit is what is leading us all to what is right. Lord, I pray that you would bless these men with clarity in seeing the truth of who you are, the, the truth of the lies of self, Lord, that you would energize them and encourage them in you. Bless them today in their work. Allow them to honor and glorify you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you.